Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Let's go, my awesome, amazing Fit Fizz friends. All the way back in episode nine, I talked about adrenal fatigue, and I'm long overdue for a continuation of that. And so today I am explaining why it is that many doctors say adrenal fatigue simply does not exist. If you don't have adrenal fatigue, or if you think this does not apply to you, here's why I want you to keep listening today. As with so many of my episodes, a lot of the things that I talk about are precursors to autoimmune conditions that can be avoided or reversed without medical interventions. Roughly one in 25 people are living with one or more autoimmune conditions right now. That's a lot, 25% of the population. And its prevalency is only going to increase because because a lot of these things start with chronic stress, lack of quality sleep, unaddressed trauma, and poor nutrition. So if you care about more than three people on this planet, it's important to have awareness of this stuff because it can empower you to be able to see red flags of disease in those that you care about. Let me confirm from my own experience, when I was in it, I couldn't see it for myself because I was too deep in the symptoms to be able to see things clearly. And if you have these types of issues happening in your life, you certainly aren't going to have the luxury of caring about superficial things like how much you can deadlift or having a smaller waist or having triceps that don't jiggle. And that's why I want to educate you on these red flags of disease right here on the Fit Fizz podcast. I am your host, Kelly Wilson, and I am the owner of fitfizzstudio.com. And I am a personal trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease educator, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry since barely anyone knew what email was. And I'm here to help you ditch the gimmicks, find strength through your struggles, give you knowledge for making the smartest choices for your own health, and to remind you to celebrate victory all along the way. The show is for educational and informational purposes only. None of the content should be interpreted as an intent to diagnose, treat, cure, heal, or prescribe as I say every freaking week, that is to legally protect myself. As I was saying about the importance of knowing red flags of autoimmune conditions, it's a very important part of being able to advocate for yourself when it comes to conversations with doctors, and we all see them sooner or later. Very soon, I'm going to dedicate a whole show to the term being your own best health advocate, because I didn't understand that term for a very, very long time. So I think it's important to talk talk about why. And there's also something called medical gaslighting that I'm going to talk about, because I know that many people are going to general doctors or internists or specialists, any of these doctors that have an MD behind their name, rather than functional medicine doctors. And People trust that they know what's up because our society vastly accepts them to sort of be like a savior for our health. 
which is what I sadly used to do as well, until their lack of training and lack of ability to see red flags like adrenal fatigue sent me down a pretty unhealthy and painful path that I always talk about over the course of about eight to 10 years. And as I said last week, my story is far from rare. It is common, but everyone with a story like mine found out true health once they realized, after they realized the value of ditching regular Western medicine doctors or general practitioners in exchange for functional medicine doctors. I cannot stress this enough. And even if you haven't listened to episode nine yet, um, I highly recommend doing so first and then come back to this episode because today I'm not going to be re-explaining everything about what adrenal fatigue is. So you want to understand what it is, what it looks like, and all that stuff first. Today I'm going to focus on why it is that if you are still going to a regular doctor and telling them that maybe you have extreme chronic exhaustion, uh, maybe you feel like you could easily sleep for 10 to 14 hours a day and you're never well rested. Um, Maybe it feels like dealing with small tasks feels overwhelmingly difficult. And maybe you feel like just one more email could possibly break you. Why is it that doctors will order some very basic lab tests, they will look at the results, and then they will look you right in the eye and say, well, your labs show, your results here show that you're in the normal range, so you're really doing fine, or um, maybe you're just a little bit depressed, so we could put you on some antidepressants and see if that helps. People hear this from doctors far too often because regular doctors are not trained to go deeper and look at the root cause. But this is what today is about. And I wish I could shout this from the rooftops because there is so much more to the picture in these types of scenarios. Maybe it's familiar to you or someone in your VIP section. So quickly, let's just address what the adrenals are. Again, I'm not going to go into everything about what adrenal fatigue is, but your adrenals are two organs that sit on top of your kidneys and they excrete adrenaline, which is one part of the fight, flight, or freeze response that I've talked so much about in the last few episodes. And we're all familiar with adrenaline being excreted when you do big adventurous things on purpose, like riding a roller coaster or any amusement park ride. It can be like a fun rush that many people enjoy when they know that the feeling of danger is temporary or it's a false feeling of danger, but the body also pumps out this adrenaline, it's a hormone, when we are super stressed out or living in a fearful state of mind. And this is not something that the body is supposed to do naturally for hours or months or even years. But in modern day, chaotic, chronically overfunctioning society, a lot of bodies are pumping out more adrenaline more frequently than they're naturally made to do. It's supposed to, when the body excretes adrenaline, it's only supposed to be for a few seconds. So in let's take the example of a roller coaster again. When you're at the top of a roller coaster and you're like just feet from the top and you're starting to get really excited because you're not, you're going to have that drop whether you find it fun or whether you find it scary. That's adrenaline that gives you that feeling. And then it's over in a matter of seconds, right? That's how adrenaline is supposed to work. 
But if we relate it back to the primitive version of humans, it's a mechanism that's there to give us kind of like a bolt of energy to, you know, if we were primitive to sprint, if we were being chased by a saber toothed tiger and then to hide and then we recover and the adrenaline, uh, the adrenaline stops. It's what can give adrenaline is what can give people seemingly superhuman strength or the bravery to step into the face of danger and do something that seems impossible. Like when you hear stories about a mother lifting a car up off of a child who was who was crushed underneath of it, that's adrenaline that allows that to happen. So again, it's not made to be pumped into our bodies for long periods of time, but sometimes life circumstances force it to keep going because the body doesn't know the difference between real or imagined danger. Again, so much of this stuff is like what you already heard in the trauma episodes. Uh, Or sometimes we do it to ourselves by taking on too much responsibility or by not setting enough boundaries to keep stress levels in check. And as with anything in the body, too much is not good. The body is very good at adapting to things but it can't do that infinitely with all of its systems. Just like your bones, they can withstand a lot of pressure, but there does come a time when it's too much pressure and a bone will break. With the adrenal glands and adrenaline, they adapt, but there will come a point when they simply cannot keep up with the demand. And if care is not taken, then other systems in the body will start to attempt to compensate in an unnatural, unbalanced way. And that's when we get all of these extra health issues starting to happen. Now, a man named James Wilson, no relation to me, he coined the term adrenal fatigue in 1998. So not very long ago. And he also wrote a book called 21st Century Stress Syndrome, which where he was talking about adrenal fatigue. He explained that Chronic stress taxes our stress response system and it eventually wears out over time. There haven't really been studies done that prove on a physiological level that adrenal fatigue is a real condition in the sense that adrenal organs become fatigued in the very literal sense of the word. Now, this is a key thing, this literal sense of adrenal fatigue. So let's explore that. In functional medicine, the idea of adrenal fatigue has been passed on and passed on as a real thing. It began with a researcher named Hans Selye. I think that's how you say it. Selye in the 1930s to the 1950s. And he researched on animals showing that if you subject animals to extreme stress, their adrenaline and cortisol would change. And there were more researchers in the following decades that discovered that increases in cortisol levels increase chronic fatigue symptoms. So this is also a good time to remind you that it's important not to think of adrenaline operating in a box. It always works in tandem with cortisol. Those are both hormones and they both always fluctuate. They are meant to fluctuate, but depending on how stressed out you are, they're going to fluctuate more or less and it's going to be different for everybody. So again, let's really look at that term adrenal fatigue in a very literal sense. Adrenal fatigue. The adrenal glands are fatigued and we know what actual adrenal, adrenal glands are. There's nothing in question or ambiguous there. But let's look at the word fatigue. 
It's basically because of the word fatigue that things start to get dicey and it gives some doctors room to say that it doesn't exist. Think about muscle fatigue. Have you ever done an exercise and had true fatigue? True, true muscle fatigue. I'm not talking about where you're doing squats and your legs start to feel wobbly. Some people might call that fatigue. I don't call that fatigue. I've experienced true muscle fatigue once. And it was in a boxing training session. And my coach had us doing so many push-ups that day that my arms completely gave out. And I smacked my face on the floor. I literally could not stop it. That was true muscle fatigue because if I'd had any control over the muscles in my arms, I sure would have avoided smacking my face on the floor because that did not feel good. So now let's think of fatigue in the, in the sense of being tired. This type of fatigue can mean many things, right? It's not concrete. So you could have fatigue from a long day at work. You could have fatigue from your kids puking at 2 a.m. and you don't get any sleep. You can have emotional fatigue from life's circumstances. And there's also something called compassion fatigue, which I don't think we've talked about before, where you've given so much empathy and compassion to somebody that you just you're fatigued from it. You can't continue to give that level of compassion. Also, if someone is chronically stressed out, if they're having relationship troubles, maybe they lost their job, they can't pay their bills, and all of these big stressful things stack up. Maybe their aunt was just diagnosed with cancer. All of these stressful things are happen happening simultaneously. You probably know exactly what I'm talking about in terms of your own life. Adrenaline is certainly pumping, and it's pumping, and it's pumping, and cortisol too. They're all pumping, these hormones, adrenaline and cortisol, pumping and pumping. Both of them are pumping much longer than they're naturally supposed to do in a healthy, normal human. And if someone asked, so, you know, picture yourself in one of those places in your life where all of these stressful things are just com coming at you. And if someone came up and said, hey, are you fatigued? You'd be like, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely freaking lutely, I am fatigued. And you might even burst into tears if somebody finally said that because they acknowledged your personal pain for the first time in months, possibly. And I think we can all agree that that would qualify as real fatigue, right? It's not as if you're collapsed on the floor, unable to lift a finger, even though you feel that way inside, you keep going. But if you were collapsed on the floor, unable to lift a finger, that would be more of a super, super literal version of the word fatigue, right? So these two versions of fatigue are where we get the discrepancy when we have doctors saying that adrenal fatigue doesn't exist. It's kind of like they're looking at an exhausted person saying, like the, the exhausted person who I just described has all these things bombarding them, super stressed out. They just want to collapse, but they keep going, right? They keep showing up for work. They keep going through the motions, even though they feel horrible. Maybe their whole body hurts. But Let's take that person who was overwhelmed and going through the motions. And even though they'd probably like to collapse and give up, they're saying doctors who say that adrenal fatigue doesn't exist. It's like they're going, yeah, but they're not in a heap of immobile flesh on the floor. So they're not actually fatigued. Kind of ridiculous, right? So this is an, an analogy for why most traditional Western doctors say, yeah, but the adrenals aren't actually fatigued. It's almost like spiritual bypassing. And it's most definitely one form of medical gaslighting. 
yeah, the adrenals are still there. They're still capable of creating the hormone that we call adrenaline, but it's messed up. It's not optimal and it's super unfortunate and it's bad for our health. So what kills me to that medical doctors, when they become doctors, they take an oath, this do no harm oath. But in my opinion, they violate that oath by telling people things like, well, your lab tests look normal, when the fact of the matter is they probably aren't ordering deep enough lab work to see what's actually wrong due to the restrictions put in place by insurance companies. So it's all a big messy thing, right? Um, so we can't even just fully blame doctors. It's insurance companies are partly to blame for all of this, too. Um also, another reason that enables traditional MDs to say that adrenal fatigue doesn't really exist is that there's not a prescription drug for it. If there was, oh, you bet your booty that they'd be diagnosing adrenal fatigue tomorrow if there was a chemical-laden prescription drug for it, which would only mask the symptoms and not truly fix it. But there isn't one, and we don't need one. Because you can fix adrenal fatigue naturally with natural supplements to support adrenal function. I'll put a link in the show notes for some uh, examples of natural supplements that I trust, like like I did last week. It's the same link as last week. Um, keep in mind that this is a huge reason to not simply accept what your regular doctor tells you. If you're not seeing a functional medicine doctor, I cannot stress this enough. If you're just seeing a regular doctor, not functional medicine, again, this is a whole other episode on being your own best health advocate, but I think it's pretty safe to say that unless you're going to a functional medicine doctor or an integrative doctor who looks at the whole body systems, there is no general practitioner who will ever say, you have adrenal fatigue. It's simply not something that they are educated on and they will never diagnose it. For any doctor who says that adrenal fatigue is not real, it's because the research in traditional Western medicine does not support the existence of adrenal fatigue because it doesn't directly show that the adrenal glands are the primary cause of severe chronic fatigue or severe stress-related exhaustion. That's where Another big disconnect is, aside from the semantics or the, word, the way we word things in the portion of this whole disconnect on whether or not adrenal fatigue is real or not, there are some things that the traditional medical community will recognize sometimes that are very similar to adrenal fatigue. So depending on which doctor you see, if you're still in the traditional Western medicine space, some of them might acknowledge things that are similar to adrenal fatigue, but go by the following names. Clinical burnout syndrome, stress-related exhaustion disorder, vital exhaustion, or chronic fatigue syndrome, sometimes called CFS. All of these things agree by essentially saying that chronic stress leads to extreme fatigue. But many, many MDs don't even acknowledge those things as being real either. I've talked about this before too, but after being diagnosed as hypothyroid, the medication that I was put on, levothyroxine, it's a very extremely common drug, uh, but it never made me feel better. 
But, you know, I kept taking it because at that point in my life around 2010, I was still a very long way. Well, I was put on it in, I think, 2005 or 2006. But by, you know, I kept taking it for years. I was still a long way from realizing what it truly meant to be an advocate for my own health. So I took what I was prescribed like a good girl. And about five years later, around 2010, after years of realizing that my energy and my tiredness had steadily declined enough that I mentioned it to my doctor. And I directly asked him, could I possibly have chronic fatigue syndrome? Because I didn't know about adrenal fatigue or functional medicine at that point, but I had heard of chronic fatigue syndrome. And when I asked him about it, he basically laughed at me. I remember every detail of this conversation so vividly in my head. Like I could redraw the room that we were sitting in. His face is burned into my head because he basically laughed at me when I asked him that. And this is a perfect example of medical gaslighting. And he was just kind of like, that's not a real thing. There's no lab test for that. But I knew this exhaustion and pain and super duper extreme fatigue that I felt in my body was, it was super real. I knew it wasn't depression. And at that time, not knowing how to be an advocate for my health, I sadly took his word for it. And that was that, which is terrible. And a lot of people do the same thing. Now, the difference between that list of alternate terms that I just gave you that some doctors use and adrenal fatigue is that adrenal fatigue goes a step further than those other things by saying that chronic stress leads to fatigue because of what it does to your adrenal glands and cortisol levels. The things recognized by the traditional medical, medical community don't specify any particular depletion. And there's not really a concrete way to measure adrenaline or a way to label it as normal or abnormal. So that's yet another reason why traditional Western medicine refuses to acknowledge it. But that doesn't mean it's not real. Uh, It's real. We know we have adrenaline. We know how it works in the body. And like I said, too much of anything is never good for our body, even water, even oxygen. Here's another way to look at it, which kind of brings about a happy medium, sort of, (laughs) over the disagreement of whether adrenal fatigue exists or not. So the stress and physical fatigue of your body as a whole, which can be extremely taxing on the adrenal glands and really make them not function properly or optimally, that's all very real. But even so, we don't need to fix the adrenals and cortisol in order to fix a person's health. What needs to be treated is actually the stress level. And then those hormones will hopefully, you know, if they're not too far gone, hopefully start to level off in a much healthier way. And if that can be done, people feel better all around. They have more energy, they sleep better, they feel more stable in every way. And Even though I just said that there are natural supplements that you can take in order to support the adrenals, if you suspect that you might have adrenal fatigue, I'll basically repeat what I said on the last episode. So these supplements can and will make the perception of your stress feel lessened. So if your stress level is at a 90 out of 100, 
taking an adrenal support supplement can make it feel like you're, what you're facing that is stressful is like a 60 out of 100 rather than a 90 out of 100. And if you do that much to support your adrenal glands, then daily decisions feel easier and you're able to feel calmer, like you have a better grasp on life in general. And that feeling of that alone will help you feel better overall. This is not a place to be stubborn and think, ah, I don't need that stuff. It's not really going to help me. I'm just going to be stressed out anyway. They, these supplements really can help. They're sort of like a safety net. You can choose to walk a tightrope without a safety net, or you could choose to walk a tightrope with a safety net. Which one are you going to choose? You're going to choose to have a net, right? So choose to support your adrenals with a natural supplements and be smart about it. And it's going to make the feeling of managing the stress that you're facing a lot easier. So if you want help finding a functional medicine doctor near you, you can, you have a couple of choices. You can email me, kelly at fitfitstudio.com, or you can use the resources. I have them all in a file in my Facebook group. Just look for the Fit Fizz Raw Energy Oasis on Facebook. And these are the doctors who do the tests for adrenal fatigue. It it can be done with a saliva test or a blood test, but they're actually testing your cortisol. Now, a blood test is going to be more accurate than saliva because if your body is pumping out a lot of adrenaline, remember, it's kind of a, a primitive response, right? And it tends to, just by the way it works, it tends to cut off some pathways for other hormones. And one of those things is pathways of certain hormones that are brought through the saliva glands. And if that is happening, it's possible for cortisol to not show up in the saliva test, which can show. So if you have, if that happens, it might show by testing the saliva, it might show that you actually have no cortisol or it's crashed, which that can be helpful in itself too, because once your cortisol goes so high, it can completely crash to where you're not making any at all, which I have experienced. But you might have high cortisol in the blood, even if it show, if cortisol shows up low in the saliva. So that's why a cortisol test through the blood is more accurate. But if you go to a doctor and they only do the adrenal test for saliva, that's fine. Do it anyway. It's still worlds better than going to a general practitioner who's going to tell you that it doesn't even exist. So if you're feeling like I've been talking to you today, if you're feeling lots of yes moments, but maybe you're too overwhelmed, adrenally fatigued, to even know where to begin to help yourself, take this as a sign to set up on one-on-one coaching session with me. It can be, I can be the compassionate coach that you need right now to find your way out of the darkness. The first step is always the hardest. So go to fitfizstudio.com slash coaching and set up a session where it's just you and I face-to-face on video. You'll tell me everything you're facing right now, what your goals are, and I will give you all of my best resources and tips and links and anything I can to help you. And um, it goes much deeper than what I share on the podcast because it's going to be individual for you and your situation. And it can really help you feel like you're going to get a grasp on life if you're really struggling right now. Even if you feel like you can't possibly take on one more thing right now, I want you to admit to yourself that nothing will change unless you can take on one more thing because it's never going to change unless you can make at least one step. But this time it's not something for the kids or the neighbor or your partner. This time it's for you. And I really hope to work with you. I would love to help you out. 
Again, the website, it's fitfizstudio.com slash coaching. Thank you so much for listening. Share this with someone in your VIP section. And until next time, breathe, stay strong, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.